Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a bright future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala Lucic. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. from the state of Minnesota. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Trusted by 630 Ched, Digitex. Visit their new e-commerce site, order supplies, printers, and more at digitex.ca. It is a game night at Rogers Place. The Minnesota Wild, 6-3-2 on the season in town to take on the 6-3-1 Edmonton Oilers who started 0-2. It is a Tuesday. It is a game night. That means the opening half hour of the show. We'll take a complete look at the two uh, lineups that we're expected to see. We'll hear from Oilers head coach Todd McClellan, Zach Cassian, clarify find some issues around him. Tobias Reeder, uh, we'll have uh, Jack Michaels in conversation with Zach Cassian. Uh, we'll hear from Bruce Boudreaux, his thoughts on Connor McDavid, and uh, I'll have a one-on-one with uh, Kyler Yamamoto as well. Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports will pop in the first half hour of the show, and we'll get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Back at the studio 
is Brendan Escott. Brendan, how are you? No, things are good today, Bob. They're good. You know what? Uh, we open web with Prince. If you ever get a chance, go on YouTube and uh, take a look at uh, his uh, version of Purple Rain that he did in the 1985 AMA Awards. It was off the charts. That guy was gifted from the gods. He was truly... I saw him uh, in 2006, September, maybe October. No, it was November of 2006 in Vegas. Um, man, he, he had it going on. I think most, you know what, you say print, we go with a lot of different uh, musical openings on the show. Some of them you like, some of you don't like. Most people, it's been my experience, really like Prince. He had it. No question, he had it talented musician. Uh, jam-packed, as I said. Uh, Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector, coming down the pipes today. From 12.30 to 1.30, Stoffer Inspector brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline. They've got Tracy Morgan, November 17th at the River Cree. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. And you can text us at 6.30, 6.30 on our Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. Straight off to the Oilers Now Audio Vault. Uh, the Oilers is going to go with the same lineup. The Audio Vault is brought to you by Direct Workwear. On the job, you need the best. And in Edmonton or online, the best is Direct Workwear. Huge selections of garments, accessories, and women's gear. Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings. Online at directworkwear.com. Opening question I fired Todd McClellan's way today. Uh, based on the morning skate, look like we're going to see the same lineup. Here's the Oilers head coach. Three wins, one in different ways, one in different buildings against different types of teams. Um, have found uh, some chemistry with some lines and some pairs and um, have also sensed a, a renewed confidence in the group amongst themselves, which is important. So we're going to leave that alone. We're going to give them a chance to play. The past, we obviously know, doesn't dictate the future. Just because you won three doesn't guarantee you the fourth. You've got to put a lot of work into uh, to game four. And uh, coming off a road trip, that's not always an easy thing. So uh, we'll have some work ahead of us tonight and um, expect our group to show up and, and find a way to win this one as well. That's Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Now, the fact that they're going with the same lineup again means that, uh, yes, the Pugliarvi will be scratched for the fourth consecutive game. And Evan Bouchard will be scratched uh, for the third consecutive game. Cooper Marodi is the other extra right now, and uh, he took a, a big hit courtesy of Brooks Orpik, who has been known to hurt guys during the course of his career in that game against Washington. Don't think he's been quite right since. Uh, a little bit of an upper body issue. But McClellan was specifically asked about Yessa Pogliarvi and managing Pogliarvi's confidence. I'm always worried about a player's confidence, and it doesn't have to be a young player. It could be uh, Kyle Brodziak when he sits out game two of a, of a season when he joins a new team. You're always concerned about confidence and how it affects players, but um, you know, I look at, at Jesse's situation, and I've addressed Jesse uh, days ago, and I'm addressing Jesse again today. It's obviously a hot topic, but he, uh, he hasn't played a game in uh, four days, and, uh, you know, yes, or five days, I guess it is. Now he missed three games in four nights. Uh, obviously, he won't play tonight. That's not ideal, but um, we have to look at the group and the, the whole package, the total package, and uh, look at what's going on right now. We also have to be aware of individuals, and there has to be a balance. 
All right. Uh, we'll have more on Yes, Pugliarby with Reed Wilkins coming up and uh, Mark Spector as well. Evan Bouchard also out of the lineup. Here's Todd McClellan. Where the group is, has performed well and we're going to keep rewarding it. We know that there is a um, timeline that we're, we're working with and he's played seven, uh, seven already and we'll have to make some decisions moving forward. And, um, you know, some of it's his play as well. All right. So we'll... Uh, be discussing Bouchard because uh, to me there's a couple moves that are probably going to be coming here shortly. Uh, resilience of this year's group. Uh, the Oilers started the year 0-2. They're on a 6-1-1 one one run. Can't let off the gas pedal tonight, may I add. Uh, and that is a concern I personally have uh, with tonight's matchup against the Minnesota Wild. The Wild have been slow starters in every game. Uh, they lost last night to a team they shouldn't lose to, the Vancouver Canucks. The Canucks work hard. They give you what they got, but they didn't have their two top defensemen. They don't have an established number one goaltender. And they got some terrific young kids on that team and Brock Besser and Elias Pettersson. But the fact of the matter is that's a game Minnesota should win. Minnesota was sleepy out of the gate. They got the oldest team in the NHL. And uh, as uh, as for the Oilers, uh, I know you're back home. I know you've just played some real tough teams, but you got to keep building. And there's an opportunity to capitalize on playing this team second on the back-to-back. I'm personally nervous about this game tonight. Todd McClellan had these comments on the resilience of this year's group with the Oilers. You know, the difference between... The Chicago game last year and the Chicago game this year right now, we probably would have found a way to give those points away where we found a way to, to, to bring them home. Um, as I said earlier, that doesn't, uh, you know, the 10 that we've played already doesn't affect the, the next 10. We have to start all over again and, and continue to build. That's Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. So the lineup will look like this for Edmonton. Connor McDavid up front with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Connor Yamamoto. By the way, uh, McDavid was a little under the weather. Uh, over the course of the last week. I'm led to believe he's feeling a little bit better. He did see his minutes uh, drop down a tad uh, on the last uh, three games. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, Tobias Reeder, and Alex Chason. Ryan Strom, still pointless. He's even on the year with Milan Lucic and Drake Kajula. Kyle Brodzik with Jujar uh, Kara and Zach Cassian. Pugliarvi, a healthy scratch. Or I guess technically Marodi's a scratch. He's not on IR. Not sure he's at 100% right now. Bouchard is a healthy scratch on the fence. Clefbaum with Larson. Nurse with Russell. Garrison with Benning. Cam Talbot will get the start. He's looking for his 100th career win. And he is 4-5-1 uh, and one with a 2.42 goals against average and a 9.22 save percentage in his career against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Zach Cassian had his best performance of the year. Elliot Friedman, who, of course, joins us every Friday in Oilers now for our friends at the River Creek Resort and Casino. Elliot Friedman uh, reported on Saturday night that uh, Cassian's camp uh, had the opportunity to look for a uh, deal. Cassian clarified a trade request topic today with the media availability. Uh, I never asked for a trade. I uh, never was looking for a, a fresh start. It's one of those things where you get healthy scratched, your agent's doing his job and calling the team to, to see what's going on. Um, they talked, which many GMs and and agents do over the course of the year. Mentioned uh, if he could maybe seek out, see if there was uh, any other interest. Uh, Peter granted that, but um, at the end of the day, there, there was, I never asked for anything. It was one of those things where it was a field period. We're 10 games into the year. 
team's playing great. Um, I respect the guys in here. The guys respect me. That's the first thing I did as soon as that rumor came out is I dressed all the guys in this room. That's all I truly care about. And um, that's that. Hopefully it just goes to rest now we play hockey. Zach Cassian has, uh, by all reports, and I, and it's an area that I'm personally uncomfortable with. Uh, I will assess a player on performance all the time, work ethic and practice, who puts the extra time in and how they perform in games. And, you know, I'll have my opinion in terms of deployment from coaching staff. But by all reports, he's really pulled his life together off the ice. And frankly, there's guys out there, some of them are media guys, that claim to have all the inside knowledge on what guys are like off the ice. And I I don't know how they do that uh, because they don't run in those circles. That's just kind of how it works today. Uh, But by all reports, I'm told Zach Cassian has really pulled it together off the ice. Um, So, you know. Will he be the last player to have his agent call the general manager and say, hey, what's going on here? Like, we signed a three-year deal. Uh, my my client's in year two. He's getting scratched. What's happening? No. He's not going to be the last agent or last player that has an agent do that. Uh, and he certainly isn't the last guy in Edmonton to have that happen. So uh, it is what it is. Um, interestingly enough, both Cassian and the other player that was mentioned by Elliot Friedman, Vlad Nemenstikov scored on Sunday their first goals of the year. What are the chances of that happening? All right, uh, so that's Zach Cassian uh, for Tobias Reeder. Uh, he's got five assists in the last four games, and he says the orders need to continue to build on a good first month. With the travel to Europe and all that, uh, it feels like we've been on the road for a while. And uh, um, no, yeah, we're trying to keep moving forward uh, from here. And uh, like you said, it's been a, been a long month, but uh, I think we've uh, done well in the last couple of weeks. So we want to keep moving forward. All right, the Minnesota Wild are the Oilers' opponent tonight. They come in with a record of 6-3-2. and two. They're 5-0-2 oh, at home, 1-3 and three on the road. Alex Stalock, who played for Todd McClellan, was a backup in San Jose. He will get the start. He's 2-2 two two in his career against Edmonton with a 2.02 goals against average and a 9.28 save percentage. Eric Stahl, 12 years in Carolina, now in his third year in mini with Jason Zucker. And uh, Nino Niederreiter, if you include the playoffs, he's not scored in his last 24 games. By the way, if you ever wanted to, you know, just, you know, Nino Niederreiter was a fifth overall pick. Yes, Apoliarvi was a fourth overall pick. Uh, Niederreiter started the year with the Islanders uh, and is coming out of the 2010 draft, got sent down, um, and then in 2011 scored one goal in like 50-plus games in the NHL. And then the next year was in the minors before the trade happened for Clutterbuck, which Minnesota won the deal. And he's had three straight 20-plus goal seasons, just 18 last year. Very good top six forward that's in a major funk right now. Miko Koivu with Zach Parise, who's now in his seventh year in Minnesota, along with uh, Michael Granlund. Granlund is uh, lighting it up offensively. He is on a eight-game point scoring streak with five goals and ten points during that stretch. Charlie Coyle, who remains a little bit of an enigma, but he's always played well against Edmonton. Seven goals, 14 points in 18 games with Jordan Greenaway. Matt Reed played last night, but it sounds like J.T. Brown is coming in today. Eric Fair with Marcus Foligno and uh, Joel Erickson-Eck. It's my belief, had the Oilers held the pick at 16 in 2015, they would have taken Erickson-Eck in that 16 slot and not Matthew Barzell. Ryan Suter with uh, Matthew Dumba. Dumba last year, 14 goals, 50 points, plus 15. Suter, uh, top three in 
time on ice over the last, I don't know, 10 years in the NHL. Jonas Brodeen with Jared Spurgeon, the Edmonton area product that the New York Islanders drafted, uh, that Minnesota signed. It's turned out to be a hell of a defenseman, 38 and 37 points the last two years. Nick Sealer uh, with Greg Patteron. Uh, both guys are capable of looking after themselves. Patteron fought Milan Lucic last year as a member of the Dallas Stars. I mentioned the fact that Alex Stalock will start in goal. Minnesota comes into this game 22nd in goals for 13th in goals against, 26th on the power play, 27th in shots against. They're a high-event team. The Oilers are a low-event team right now. Uh, less than 30 shots on goal per game, less than 30 shots against. So, uh, And Devin Dubnik, what a story, eh? No question, he's been the number one goalie now the last five years in many. 9-2, a 1.34 goals against average, and a 9-19 save percentage against the Oilers. But it will be tonight, Alex. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Stay locked. That's a look at uh, tonight's game. It's 1221. Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports when we return on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Let's get right to it. Uh, 1224, Bob Stoffer with you. Let's bring aboard Inside Sports. Reed Wilkins. Reed, uh, unconfirmed reports. Are they now confirmed that Whitey Bulger was uh, murdered in prison today? And we only bring that up because Craig McTavish told a uh, humorous antidotal story about Whitey Bulger when Craig was the GM of the Oilers, uh, talking about that 88 uh, blackout. He figured some of Whitey Bulger's guys pulled the plug because there was too much money riding on that series being swept in four straight. That's funny. Possible. 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 Can neither confirm nor deny. All right, let's get to it. Uh, It's tough to argue with a team winning, is it? I mean, in terms of the lineup and the makeup of the roster. No, that's fair. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I think it would be difficult to reinsert Puliyarvi at this point, given how some of the other wingers have played. I know it was a quieter game for a lot of guys Sunday in Chicago, but they they got the points. I thought maybe Bouchard would come back in today, but I, I suppose you keep him around the team for a little longer and and delay the. I think it's inevitable at this point that he that he goes back to London. I think for the Oilers, Bob, you know. They they got it done in Chicago. I didn't think they played a, a, a great game. I yep. thought they were outplayed, especially in the third period. looked like Chicago had a little bit more energy, and uh, the Oilers weren't as, as careful with the pocket they had been in other games. But what I did like about the Oilers is when there was a mistake or there was a turnover, they were desperate. There there were still there were still guys in the right spots, you know, between the between the puck and Talbot to, to limit the grade A scoring opportunities and obviously Talbot was his efficient self. But I, I, I hope there's a, a more energetic Oilers team uh, tonight. I I wouldn't call it a steal on Sunday necessarily, but um, you know, they were flirting with maybe that one slipping away. All right. Uh, pull, uh, let's talk about 
Bouchard and Poliarvi. I think we both agree it's inevitable what's going to happen here with Bouchard. Yeah. And that's fine. And and I don't think that he's done anything to hurt uh, the long-term uh, place where he's going to fit in the lineup. Uh, Evan Bouchard, he's probably going to get another game or two. Like, he probably will get to nine games here. It might take two weeks for that to occur. Uh, but I think we both think he's going down at some stage. Is that fair? I, w- I would think so. And I, I think Gravel played well enough when he was up, efficiently enough, that uh, they're yep. probably comfortable with him coming up again and, and taking that spot. And, and I know I think you mentioned yesterday Ethan Bear isn't entirely healthy, but he's uh, he's an option down in, the road. In, t- in, in time. All right. Yep. Yes, a pole, Yarby. Uh Now, we should establish right now, Raddy's out. He did skate today, uh, but he is out. Uh, Cooper Marodi, I, I don't think, is healthy enough to play. Uh, he has been on the ice. I think that he's so desperate to stay in the NHL, he wouldn't. He could have a dislocated shoulder, and he wouldn't tell the uh, right. But the, eventually, he's he's, he's gonna going be, down. Uh, so they actually need Paul Yarvi here right now in case somebody gets sick or something like that. Are we looking at a two-week window where he's going to end up playing for Jay Woodcroft here? That's why I brought up the Niederreiter situation. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, 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 and I know there's the other side of the argument too, where it's do, do you further drain his confidence or make him feel like he's not part of the team if if you send him down, but. I think he needs to play. Uh, I think it'd be better for him to play a lot in, in a role similar to the one that they hope he winds up with uh, when he's, you know, kind of more established as an oiler. I mean, he's he's ideally on one of the top two lines playing on the right side. But I, I, I mean, I, my question for all the people who and look, I want I want him to succeed. I want the Oilers to do well. My question is, what has he actually done? What have you seen in his skill set that uh, that makes you think he should be in the lineup. I've, I've asked you know friends this question who want to see Pooley every play, and they say, well, he's got a lot of potential. But yes, potential isn't something concrete he's done in games that should earn him more ice time or a higher spot in the lineup. Yeah, I, I think last year, games 30 to 60, he had it going on. Uh, but the final 20 games last year, he was, I mean, he's got two goals in his last 23 NHL games. Now, Nito Niederreiter, I just made a comparable to him. He doesn't have a goal in his last 24 games. So here's the deal. Niederreiter was drafted uh, as a 18-year-old in the 2010 draft. Uh, went back to junior, started with the Islanders, played nine games, went back to junior. The next year, 55 games, one goal in uh, 11-12, spent all of 12-13 with Bridgeport in the AHL, and then was traded to Minnesota. So sorry, how old was he that year? Was that his t- third year? Like, so, so same his, age as Paul Yarvey. Okay. Same, same as Paul Yarvey now. Okay. Spent the whole year in the AHL, then they flipped him in the offseason to Minnesota. They got crushed in the trade. They got, oh, clutter, sure. they got Clutterbuck. I mean, come on. Clutterbuck's a ham and anger. So, uh, you know, you can't make that deal now, but, but I, my point is that the, here's a guy that people had sort of there's something there of the player. But when you use the goal stat, Bob, and I'm sure you get this back all the time, what's the reaction from the Pugliovri supporters? Well, Lucic has now, what, two in his last 56. You know, you know, that's could, fair. Could you, that's fair, but, but you know, Lucic is hitting guys this year. He does other he, And things. he's built up more. He has more currency in the bank than Pugliovri. Yeah, Pugliovri, uh, you know, he's got to be the hardest working guy on the ice. He's got to be better defensively. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's also got to regain some offensive confidence. We have to go to break, Reed. Okay, see you okay, later, Bob. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.